Mama, I got bad news, bad news. I've been rolling with some bad dudes, bad dudes. I've been trying to get a bag to, a bag to. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Ashes to Awesome podcast, Rising and Recovery. Our podcast provides light, hope, and understanding about addiction and mental health to those living within that life and the people who love them. This episode is brought to you by Together We Can, where Canada recovers from addiction. That's twcrecoverylife.org. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kaleidoscope Wednesday on the Ashes to Awesome podcast. I'm your host, Dr. LaFlanche. Joining me in virtual studio, of course, is Ryan Bathgate. How are you doing today, Ryan? Uh, yeah, pretty good, Chuck. It's been uh, you know, a bit of a grind coming back from holidays. and um, We're still milking that holidays thing, hey? Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's like you take two weeks off and at least a month to recover from two weeks off. But, you, you know... I always talk about rhythm and uh, how important rhythm is and paying attention to rhythm. And it's just like, it's hard to find that rhythm when you're going from zero to a hundred in a matter of a day, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. True story. True story. Yeah. And then it's like, there's just like this, it, you know, in, in behind all that is like this awareness that, um, you know, I, 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 this is, this is my life from now until next June or whenever the kids get out of school and I can take holidays again, you know? So, yeah. yeah uh, yeah. yeah. So it's been, it's been, it's been a lot. It's been a bit overwhelming at times. Um, as, as you know, I've been, um, uh, quite busy and, and, and distant and, and, and I don't mean, you know, like, uh, there's no rhyme or reason for it, but, um, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, the ebbs and flows of life and life's demands certainly, um, you know, it's, it, it's really easy to think about the, the, the world and, and the, the, you know, our, our reality when, um, we have space to navigate that, but it's, it's like the more demands and the more stresses you have, the smaller that world becomes and the more tunnel vision I think we get. Uh, and then it's like the, the, the reality of the cold hard world starts to set in and and you you know you do you i start to realize uh um that i need to and and this is an ongoing a constant thing where um i'm I'm in constant assessment of priority uh um priority assessment um and so uh like i have been you know i've been lacking in in my engagement with a lot of friendships, a lot of, uh, uh, developing or maintaining my support networks and, and the people that are, are close to me. And then, uh, and then obviously like the investments that I have into, into what we do here on a weekly basis has, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's always on my mind, but there's always something in front of it that I need to get done before I can get there. And then I just, yeah, yeah. and the old like, Ringo stars says, tomorrow never comes. Um, yeah. yeah which is a Beatles song, ironically, you know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, and it's kind of like, okay, yeah, well tomorrow I'm, I'm going to get on this. And then, you know, uh, trying to get back to the gym. I went to, I went, you know, I went on vacation, put on 17 pounds and then, uh, you know, three weeks later I am down three pounds. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it's sure a hell of a lot easier to put on than it is to get off. So true story there. True story. Yeah. 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 So no, I'm, I'm good. It's just, um, this working for a living thing, it's real. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Eh? No kidding. Um, myself, it's been, it's been a hell of a couple of weeks here or a hell of a week anyway, since last week. Um, we did, uh, the weekend ramble. I don't, I know you didn't have a chance to listen to it, but, I did know. um, Norris, who is now, um, we're, I've teamed up with Norris, you know, on the show here. Um, we're going to do whatever we can for them. That's the national overdose response system for anybody that's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, what in a great program they've got going on there, hey? Yeah. Uh, so for and I'll I'll do the plug now it, rather than cut a commercial and later on and we can talk about that for a second. So with Norris, somebody who is using alone can call in and either stay on the line with somebody while they use, and if something goes wrong, um, Norris will enact their um, or, or trigger their their emergency plan as it was made with the person using. So that might not involve nine one one off the bat. It might it might start with my mom lives down the street and has an Arcan, or you know my roommate has an Arcan. You can call them or, or whatever. Um, 
which I think it's great that, that the user actually has some some control Options over that yeah. because sometimes 911 is a scary thing and people, you know, regardless of how badly they need it, just don't want that to happen. So, you know, and, and one of the great things that I, that I didn't think about until I really started talking to Attica, who's a co-host on, on, you know, um, on the weekend ramble was what an opportunity for connection, right? You know, for, for somebody who's, you know, suffering this alone and 75% of overdoses happen in the home alone. Right. So what a great, what a great thing. 8,500 phone calls, not one death, not one single death. Right. So that to me, that's a pretty powerful thing. Right. And, and they, they need volunteers and, um, they need awareness. They need people to know that they're available too. Right. People that, that might use the system. So that's uh NORS.ca if anybody's interested in volunteering for that. Um, the great thing about volunteering for them is it's from home and it's when you're able to. Right. So you can at any point, it's kind of like Uber An Uber driver can just check in when they want to check in or check out when they want to check out kind of the same idea. Right. So what a great way to have a, a huge impact on somebody's life and, and save a life potentially with a small imprint on your own. Right. So, yeah, I mean, we, we got something you know. similar. I don't, I don't think it's as evolved out here. It's called Lifeguard. It's uh yeah. Yeah. Very similar app. Yeah. So is Brave be the same thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Lifeguard was actually developed by a, uh, a guy that I know really well, um, and so I, you know, being a, a manager of harm reduction, I've actually just re recently reached out to him to try to get uh, some traction on mission the city I live in uh, to be adopting that a little bit more. But hey, maybe maybe Norse is something we need to look at. So uh, you know, when, when we go offline here. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about that, and maybe I can get a, a yeah. contact or something that I can reach out. I, to. I had a great conversation with. Um, Lisa Morris, who is uh, the executive director over there at Norris, right? Um, of course, uh, Monty, Dr. Monty Ghosh, who we had on the Weekend Ramble a few weeks back, is also, he's a huge part of that, of, of the Norris team over there. Um, I had a great conversation with her. It didn't work out for the last weekend's Ramble that, that, that she could be on, but there's so much more than what I just talked about as well, right? Their, their, their mental health, they're, they're just, they're all the things. Um, a bit of a backstory on Norris, which is kind of cool not cool cool's a really wrong word to use here um becky morris is the one who started it she passed as a result of an overdose she relapsed and now her sister is is taking that torch and, and carried on with it right so yeah yeah right so yeah yeah right and so can you imagine 8500 phone calls zero deaths so to me the reason that i'm so behind this is there's so many people out there ourselves countless other individuals, organizations who are trying really hard to do something good and, and, you know, put all their, their heart and soul into it. This is one of the few things that's in real time making a difference. Yeah. Right. You know, so to me, that's, uh, you know, you, you can't do much better than that. Right. But, you know, well, right. I'd like to think Chuck that we are also one of those few that are, I, I would like time. to think so as well. Right. Sure. You know, so, um, that's why I volunteered to team up with them for, uh, you know, and spread the word and, and all of that stuff. And, you know, for, for no funding at that. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see yeah. how it goes. But, no, yeah. For no funding. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. You say that, like, part of my, like, struggle lately has been, like, pr the priority is family, food on the table, bill bills paid. And, uh, and um, you know, I love what we do here. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, it doesn't get priority because it doesn't feed my kids, you know. <laughs> I get it. I yeah, totally yeah, understand, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and I hate I hate that because it, yeah. it's 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 an honest take. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But you know, if we could do this show every day, and I could put food on the table, I think my life's dream would be real. Living the best life, right there. I say it at the end of every episode, right? Yeah. You know that that is living my best life. So you know, right? Yeah. Um, get, you know, some time, some time. We're we're coming along. So you know. Right? Yeah. Um, of course, we have our own little side project waiting to happen here too, and maybe you know, maybe something comes of that as well, right? So, well, the caring yeah. compass, right? Yes, as I call I, it. But. I think it's, um, you know, I don't know how much you want to get into that, but I mean, the need, the need for support, uh, you know, just out, outside of the individual addict itself. You know, I think I've mentioned it many times in a number of episodes that, um, you know, those that use get a break. Those that support right. and love the user right. don't. Yeah. No, because even when even when I get clean, my mom, even today, even today, with all of the good stuff we're doing, 
somewhere in the back of my mom's mind, she's worried about me relapsing, right? Like it, somewhere, right? You know, and we're almost a year now, right? And she's still worried. I well, guarantee she is, right? I hate, you know, hate, right? I hate, I hate to like, you yeah. know, throw rocks at um, glass houses, but yeah. let's be honest, a year ain't shit, man. No, no, it isn't. It isn't, right? So, you know, the, the families, they just don't get a break. They just don't. And that, and that's the reality of it, right? Um, which I, I guess kind of leads into today what, you know, what we want to talk about, right? So, um, Well, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, just, I don't know what, yeah. <laughs> what we want to talk about today. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and there's some background to that, I mean. Uh, we just finished two back-to-back series. Yep. And, um, you know, we don't do a lot of prep for, for the Kaleidoscope show. No, um, very little to none, actually, if you want yeah. to peek behind the curtain, right? Yeah, yeah. But there but, is yeah. at least some, like, even driving, I'm planning a little bit about how the series is going to fit together, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. I have to be completely transparent saying that it is nice today. To not have a clue what we're, what road we're going to go down, uh, just just to have a conversation. Right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, and it, so I, I do want to finish talking about the weekend ramble because sure, what it turned into was an amazing, I'll say conversation, but really what I mean is debate about coerced treatment. Right. So, and, and I know you haven't had a chance to watch that yet. If you're going to catch up on any episode, make it last week. It might have been the best episode I've ever recorded. Yeah, right? Lisa, Lisa kind of kicked it off with with just, you know, a comment or a question, whatever it was, and it just went, it went it, yeah, it really yeah. did, right? So, um, you know, it, it, a guy had mentioned in on a LinkedIn post after Dr. Tangay's episode with us um, that, that he works in, in coerced treatment, like in mandated treatment down in the States somewhere. And said, uh, he said, our, our rates are only 20%. Our success rates are only 20%. I went, 20%. So that was a, kind of the basis of my, my entire argument was like, if you're pushing a 20% success rate, right? Like, and I was trying to explain to, to Attica, who's, you know, is very much against course treatment, as it has been in the past. I shouldn't say that she's against it as, as we want to do it or as we think of it now. But, but it's a traditional model. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Where based on the moral model. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's and to date that has been what mandated treatment's been about. Well right. You in, know? Whole, I don't, in all fairness, yeah. I think that that's what the optics look like from the outside looking in or the untrained eye or um really like without understanding the intricate parts of that, because I mean my 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 feelings about it have definitely evolved over time. The more that yeah. I have either lived it, understand it, worked with it, um, mm-hmm. and like right off the bat, you say mandated treatment, and I'm like, fuck you. You, you picture a van running around scooping up people right. and violating their human rights, like, right? or, you know, or like you know, like yeah. well, I'm up to smoking a quarter of weed now uh, a day, yeah. and yeah. Uh, now they want to send me to treatment. You know, like. And, that, and that's not what that's not you know my I, I, I'm I'm not of any mind particularly um, I don't mm-hmm. like mandated anything as a human being that is like anti-establishment or you know <laughs> like, you know like, so I have that yeah. like set point of like f you you know but um, yeah but the more I look at it I mean I'm, for me basically basically like I think mandated treatment is much better than an eight bay yeah right every yeah. time right yeah yeah and so, or or the other result, you know, of, of a serious addiction problem, and that's, you know, death, right? Fatality, so, yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's no, no different than, like, um, you know, uh, my my views on interventions originally were, like, I think they're awful, and I think that they are uh, – originally yeah. I thought it was a capitalist design to create viewership for a television show. Yeah, yeah, right. And, Which I think – most of us had that impression about interventions, right? We and did. Did Devonshire help shape that for for us, right? Myself, you know, if not yourself mm-hmm. as well, right? You know? But definitely Devon had an impact. Yeah. I and mean, I think knowing yeah. some other, like, you know, I, I've never actually met an, met an interventionist that embodies what I thought an interventionist is. Yep, yep. Oh, yep. that's not true. I met one and I'm not going to say any names or anything. <laughs> uh, and and, that, yeah. and then honestly, then that was like, 
20 years ago that I knew this, this individual. And that's a lot of where my forming of my judgment came from. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. when I look at it, like, you know, Devin said something really important that really hit home for me. It's like, you know, if, if we're at the state of intervention, everything else has been tried. Right. Right. You would think in the vast majority of cases, absolutely. Right. For the most part, right. yeah. Most yeah, people, right. I mean, A, they're not cheap. Yeah. You know, people yeah. don't jump to that first. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's not like, well, okay, 10 grand intervention, off yeah. you go to treatment, 30 grand a month. Like, that's eh, not, you know, yeah. that's not uh, the reality. So not the default. It. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, the yeah. default is like, well, you know, yeah. the default is actually probably uh, a, and this is something maybe we want to get into today is like, if if the family or the support network doesn't have an understanding of addiction, then their first their first go to is usually it's not as bad as it looks or I think or why don't you try to regulate? Why don't you try to use less? Why don't you try to use something different, more healthy? And um, you know we we know how that goes. And, yeah. and as far as like twenty percent success. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> and that's what I, my, again, the whole base of my argument is 20%. I said, if any other recovery modality could claim a 20% success rate, it'd be the only thing we do. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, that'd be it. Right. I said that, that you would be a rock star. And quite frankly, if I can save two people's lives and piss off eight people, I'll do that every day of the week. Right. So like 20% is a hell of a number. Again, I don't know where those numbers came from. I don't, I, I have no idea if that's factual. That was just what one person had said who, se yes. who seemingly works in that industry, right? So Yeah, I, I uh, have a stat right. that I've hung my hat on for many years that I read years ago when I first started out. I don't even know. And the other thing is, like, stats are, like, I, I also look at them They're a little so, differently now. Like, yeah, right. You They're know, so like, easily manipulated. They're so, you know, well, what I is success? I, right? I know of, like, working in the treatment field for years, I know of treatment centers that would claim 100% uh, success rates and based on based on, set of them in the first six months or month right? based, based <laughs> on the way that they they optically collect data yeah to prove yeah. a point you know like and it's and it's completely skewed so um you know like you know again capitalism in action if i say yeah. that i have a hundred percent rate i make more money yeah yeah right funding yeah. comes my way all those right. things right all so, those or right. and, and, and yeah. to be honest this is a private uh, a private place that, that I'm speaking to directly. So yeah. it wasn't actually, it wasn't actually about um, appeasing government funding. It was about appeasing the Potential 1 and, well, the, yeah. the, the, the upper, upper class, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, right. So. And, and, you know, people that make mm. money in the capitalist North America usually have a good understanding of statistics and how they work. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so, and again, I don't know if 20% is the actual number, I don't, but if it is, hey, let's take a real strong, hard look at, at, at what's going on there, right? Yeah, and um, I think where, so, I, where, you know. where, I, where I agree with it is, is again, like interventions, it's the last block on the house, uh, last block on the house on the block, man. Yeah. Just like too much. <laughs> right. uh, so, right. um, yeah, and I'm yeah, like... It, it, if you've got somebody who's, whose brain is not working, Right, who's actually incapable. And if you talk to Lisa, doc, Dr. Lisa, she'll talk about watching brain scans of people that are in serious addiction, mm -hmm. you know, and their frontal cortex just not working. Right. You yeah. Know? So how, how do you, you know, yeah, I could go down that road. For well, right? I mean, litigiously, it's not, not much different than claiming, um, you know, not guilty uh, based on, on insanity. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, right. um, and so, and I do, and I do, like, I agree, like especially with the shit that's out there now, the benzos and the dope, and like there's, you know, like uh, like I said before, you go down to Hastings and in that area, and you see a lot of people that are basically in in, in a state of insanity and completely lost with their own identity and essence. Absolutely, because that's what yeah. happens. I mean, we lose touch of reality. We have a psychosomatic disconnect. We have, mm -hmm. you know, dreams, goals, aspirations. They go to the to the to the uh, uh, the back burner, and if you you know, I've spent time down there on different levels, and most of the stories are usually about like who I used to be. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, the yeah. things that I, right. I have done in my previous life yep. as yep. some sense of like, uh, I'm still somebody, although, mm. and it's a projection of this, like, I, you know, like the role of ego, like I feel less than, so I'm going to make myself appear more. So you don't yeah. find out how low I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Which is something I can relate to most certainly as well. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, I, I held on to my, you know, I went and visited the MLA in Saskatchewan shit for, for years. Right. You know, yeah. like, you know, into it. Right. So yeah, yeah certainly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Certainly. You know, I, I, a great example of that would be, you know, this, this past week when we took um, a friend's wife, strange wife you know they're, they're separated now for a couple of years but uh to the peter lahi center here in, in, that's a hospital here in calgary uh to the emergency room to try and get her some t some help and what she's saying to the doctors the moment we're not in the room is completely different than her reality right so it's like i don't think she's lying i don't think she really understands how bad or dire her situation is right yeah you know yeah and that is you know uh, like ah so I know it's frustrating. It, it is, it, yeah. like, uh, and it's a very common uh, distortion. Like, um, yeah. you know, one of the things that, you know, I, I, as you know, I, I, I do a lot of the work that I do is based on how, or reality construction, how we build the, the, the lenses that we see the world through in mm -hmm. a way that's conducive to our own flourishing. Yeah. And predominantly, the people that have um, suffered from characteristics of addiction have a distorted sense of reality because they didn't build that reality the way they want with choice and freedom they built it with a lack of choice and oppression uh and so they actually they didn't build it their history built it for them yeah which yeah. makes it just it's a it's a you know it's to, to 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 mitigate or 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 abandon the sense of choice within our own being is to invite both shame and oppression oppression into our existence which ultimately creates a pressure that eventually pops. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a scary thing, man. It really is. Uh, with her, we continue to fight, you know, and, and we're like, at a, we just got ourselves a few days last night was our last update, you know, so a few more days in care. But at this point, you know, my, my friend and I are both of the mind that every day, if we got to fight for one more night, then we'll fight for one more night. Right. Like whatever, whatever we got to do right, to keep it there. So think about that statement you just said. Hmm. Hmm. Where's hope? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you tell me. <laughs> you got me on the, got me on the ropes there. Yeah. Well, obviously, like, hope is the, the one thing we need to get through this. Like, yeah, whether it right. be family, whether it be the person themselves. But mm -hmm. um, when we're talking about a day to day and, like, you know, you, what you're, you're not going up against addiction in this case. You're going up against a broken system. Yeah. Um, right. And who who's to blame? Yeah. Do you blame Do you blame the nurses who are burnt out, tired, and uh, using well, apathy? Not. You know, yeah, right. but that yeah. that's who gets the brunt of it. Do we blame yeah. the doctors that um, you know have Same this thing, right? caseload yeah. that they need to get through and get through and get through? And then, mm -hmm. at some point, it's got it becomes dehumanizing. Yeah. Uh, and it's right. just like, okay, well, I got to get this one through and this one, you know, and like, um, you know, like I want the best for this person, but that's the best I can do is want it. Yeah. 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 Right. right. Not much so, I can do for it. And, and we're fortunate. We have Dr. Lisa helping us navigate the situation. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know she doesn't mind if we talk about that. Right. I can't imagine a family member, um, that doesn't have the resources we do that doesn't have like, you know, someone like me who's, who's got the podcast and a platform and, you know, and, and, and Dr. Lisa, what that must be like, think what that about, must be like, right? Think, like, think, think, just... think about the level and the depth of that, that, and I mean, use the word, uh, handicap, um, yeah. in that, okay. So like, let's just say I know nothing about addiction, Yeah. you know, maybe my dad drank a scotch every Saturday night, you know, like, and then now my child is lost in the streets of the downtown east side right uh the wow. hell what the no. what the hell do i do i don't yeah. understand the affliction i don't understand the culture i don't understand the um the, the system the ontology of it i don't and yeah. definitely don't understand the system because yeah. you know like the system is guilt built and geared towards healthy flourishing thriving citizens that vote yeah. 
that are consumers uh, and that um, that predominantly base opinions that are, are in line with political agendas, whether they mean to or not. That's kind of the way it goes. I mean, just look at Twitter. Yeah. yeah you know, right. like, uh, yeah. and so, like, what what, is the, what do they do? Well, as I've said before, um, you know, even the person that is that is suffering the characteristics of addiction doesn't have these understandings as well. But what they get is they get a six to eight hour reprieve every day from anything. Yeah. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. So, and it. Okay. We dedicate what resources there are, and there should be more. But what resources we what there are, we dedicate ninety percent of those to the people with that are suffering an addiction. But in my mind, that's only 10% of the people that are, that are, that are affected by addiction, right? Because you've got their families, their friends, you know, their loved ones are the other 90% who don't get really any of these resources, right? To help them navigate. And, and, and I, I believe, and it's part of the reason that as, as, as the host here, that I dedicate so much to the families, that if we can dedicate more to the families, in effect, we are helping the people that are suffering. Well, absolutely, and so like right, right. To kind of so. feed off that, like when I when I when I started this work, it was like, you know, I went through a period of what they don't teach you in school is is yeah. how futile it can feel uh, and appear, and in reality is um, to be, you know, fighting. And I don't hate using that word, but to be fighting this thing. It's accurate, right? Yeah, yeah and like. Right. Um, and so what I used to tell myself is, is that, um, the successes that we have within uh, being mental health professionals, uh, mm-hmm. we're never going to see once in a while, we'll get somebody that pops back in five years later and says, you know, I, I ran into yeah, a guy right. at a gas station who's, who is one of the hopeless variety as per, you know, the, the old big book verbiage. Uh, yeah. and he was, uh, taking his kids to soccer and filling up his new car with gas. And I was like, thank God. There's a no win. kidding, right? But but yeah. good point. You wouldn't see them. No, you don't. Right? You wouldn't. Yeah. No. In my case, I like to think that I would because it's a very different dynamic. But in your case, you don't. Yeah, so, you would you, not. Right. What you, what yeah. you see is yeah. obituaries. Yeah. You hear about the deaths through the whisper networks. Yeah. Um And yeah. uh, and so what I would tell myself is that if I'm here doing this work today with this one person. That one person has at least ten people attached to them, e- yep. either witnessing, viewing, learning from this experience that this person is going through. Absolutely right, right. And so now yeah. to be to be on, like I mean, now that um, you know I'm out of the treatment world uh, and I do private practice, I'm going to say when it comes to the clients that uh, that have characteristics of addiction, I spend probably. 20% of the time with the individual and the other 80% of the time coaching and, and advising the family members. Cause they just don't have any idea what to do. Like you right. talk about feeling right. lost. It's like, it would be like me going in playing a game of cricket. Yeah. And yeah. I have no idea how that game works at all. <laughs> <Me neither laughs> you know, like yeah. Yeah. no idea. And so like, yeah. like what do I do? And like, uh, and think about the hopelessness that can accompany that, the the, the, oh, the devastating see. disappointment that like completely yeah. talk about right. like, you know, I, like I, I've got concussion issues. Yeah. Uh, I've had yeah. way too many for a human being. Um, <laughs> and that's what I relate. It must be like for them is like, bam, getting hit in the head and be like, who the fuck am I? Where am I? What's going on? Uh, why am I? nauseous you know like why do i have headaches like all these things it's just like what do i do who who can i contact who where do i get help and then and like th- thank god for for people out there like like andy batty and Andy Batty interventions and um you know devin mcguire and revolution recovery and stacy over at TV, the the people that actually make the investments and you know like i don't get paid to spend three hours on the phone with a mother no, no, or a husband, no. or uh, a brother or sister, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, like, and, and I say that, um, not because like, I'm like, well, I should be, uh, no, I'm saying that because my commitment was to help people not to make money. Now, when I started, I was single, I had abs, I had maybe a bit of hair <laughs> left, 
uh, <laughs> didn't give a shit about how much money I made. And now, yeah, yeah. you know, I got two kids and a mortgage in, in the lower mainland, you know, where you can't go to the grocery store without spending $400 a week, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know, right. And know, rising from here. And rising still, right? and yeah, like yeah. inflation, don't even get going about Bank of Canada and whatever the hell they're doing to screw me over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, like, you know, like I work in, 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 uh, I work with the unhoused now specifically yeah. in a day to day basis. And like, let's face it, our government is creating homelessness based, of a doubt. based yeah. on their yeah. attempt at, at, at fighting inflation, as they say. Yeah. Which is a result of carbon tax. Ah, don't even get me started. Well, <laughs> thank you, Trudeau. Right. That's, me, that's what it comes down to. Th there's right? more mm -hmm. to it than that. Uh, here, here in the lower yeah. mainland, a big part mm -hmm. of it is um, people that own properties that don't live on this continent and just buy properties up to, so, so that the value will increase. And they yeah, don't, they, yeah. so these houses sit empty while, wow. yeah, yeah, while our, you know, like my taxes are, went up 55% on my property. Uh, my, ver my rate, my mortgage rate went from 1.6 to 7 point, whatever it is now. And like, that's why I have to work 60 hours a week and I'm still behind. Yeah. Right. Right. So anyway, yeah. that's a whole nother pissing yeah. moment. That's another podcast. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Different, different but but the, the point is, is like, and so like, you know, but no, that is correlatable because you know, like, um, how, 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 this is why like Tiffany, thank God for Tiffany. Uh, being able to like raise money to get the Nate people, D Foundation, by the way, the yeah, Nate so D Foundation to you know yeah. like she yeah. get, raises money so people can come and see me and get help with their 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 you know their addiction issues and like um, that's what and, and the, you know and, it, and it's a drop in the bucket. Yeah, but how do yeah. I say like to a single mother of three whose you know oldest son is in fentanyl addiction that hey you know what it's gonna I'm gonna require about. 20 sessions at $140 a session. Uh, and yep. if you can't come up with that, then your son doesn't get any help. Like, what you a, know? like, yeah, man, that's, that's a tough, tough. It goal. is. And, and um, for me, for me to do it for free is like, well, now my kids suffer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, and so like, so. it's, it's, it, it, it literally the definition of dissonance. Yeah. 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 That's horrible, man. Um, I'm, I'm reading a great book right now, uh, here with you by Kathy Wagner, Don't which speaks to, all of this, right? Well, you start with me and <laughs> reading books. I'm very proud of you for reading a book. That... Again, it's in PDF. I could blow it up. These old eyes, you know, right? Uh, um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, what a fantastic book! She's, she's. It, it's, it's all about that struggle. Do you mind right? just, saying, just that? Right? Do you mind just saying yes. the book again and by who? Just because I feel like I kind of ruined that. Ah, okay. Here with you by Kathy Wagner. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what, what an incredible tale she tells, right? Mm -hmm. And it is, it's all about being a single mother with three kids and, you know, her, her youngest, I guess in this case is suffering and, and, you know, she, she talks about the money. What, it, how, where does that come from? You know, she finds, she's finding a solution, but then she has to find the money. And then like, it's just like, oh, what a tough go that is, right? You know? And it, it, it really is, and it's a constant struggle. I, and so like, um, can, can, I, can, I, can I plug myself here quickly? You can plug I, yourself, I've, absolutely I've never, you can. I've actually never yeah. done it on this show. Yeah, uh, of course you can. This is quite yeah. intentional. Um, you know, if, if, you're, if you're a parent or a loved one that needs just, uh, you know, to talk to somebody for, you know, for nothing, um, go to ryanbathgate.com. Uh, which is my counseling website, give me a call and I'll do yeah. whatever I can to help uh, over the phone. If it looks like it's going to be longer and we need to book sessions and then, you know, we'll navigate that. But my point is, is like, if you go to ryanbathgate.com, you don't have to be alone. Yeah. I will right, do whatever right. I can to help, you know, at no cost to be, to talk on the phone, no cost at all. Um, whatever that looks like, yeah. Whatever, yeah, whatever right, it is, so, just even if yeah. it's just like I don't know what to do next, or I don't know how to feel, or I don't know, like a lot of it, because of the reality, what I deal with the most is these presumptions or notions of moral model existence, um, yeah. and most well, parents well. are either go one way or the other, which is enabling, which is not a good thing, or yeah. complete cut off and neglect and walk away. Um, which, which is which horrible. is 
in right. both ends yeah. of those spectrums, I don't believe are the answer. Uh, and we talk, and you know, I'll say it many times. The answer to this is is the love model, and it's not sexy, but yeah. it is, um, in my opinion, the most effective way. Um, and so, um, you know, hey, maybe that's an idea for another series. Uh, you know, the love model, but uh, love model. You know, it's been a while since we've really hit home on that, and uh, absolutely, actually, I, I think that would be great. You know, it's yeah. actually something we could tie an entire week into as well. Yeah, and and, right. and, and, yeah. and yeah. most the reason I'm saying this is 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 obviously not so I get 600 phone calls a day. Like, but <laughs> the reason I'm saying is because it is you and I both know how um, there's just no no direction there's no resource for for the families that that are that right. are right. you know going and it's hell man like it is a yeah. living yeah. hell that is not a consequence of each of an individual family member or loved one the only thing they've done is love them yeah you right. know right yeah. And, yeah and the person that's going through it doesn't want to be putting you through that it's just the nature of the loss of essence that you yeah. know addiction because what it takes from us is our soul in my opinion absolutely eats the soul 100 percent. that's what happens yeah or or let's can I, I just want to shift that that verbiage hmm. it it takes it suffocates it it doesn't kill it yeah it takes it no. hostage it's in there mm -hmm. that person's essence is in there we see it you know you you know i don't know I've been to a few meetings in my day and like, yeah. you know, you hear this like, well, I just got my one month chip and everything is amazing. I love everything. And my life is so amazing and everything's great. And I was like, yeah, give it a, give it another month or two, but you know, like not to be yeah. cynical, yeah. but you know, like, uh, but the reality realities yeah. it, it, because, and I believe that happens because it is like for most people, the first time they felt their true essence or their, their spirit in so fucking long. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, and, and that yeah. is it's an exciting time. The problem yeah. is, is I don't know. I don't think that we educate in a way that is, you know, how do we handle tension? How do we, how do we handle adversity? Who are, are we going to be within that when, um, you know, when these things come down the, the pike? Um, yeah, and so, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, I got that little clock going in the corner there. I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we can certainly switch over to mailbag. You know, I've I've got a few here if you if you want to do that. Okay, so I just um, want I just want to tie yeah, it up then. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The the, the this thing only survives in isolation, mm -hmm. loneliness, and a lack of connection. Yeah. And that that's that's not just the person struggling with characteristics of addiction. Mm -hmm. That is the entire uh, um, ecosystem of that family or loved unit. And so, um, and it doesn't have to be like that. Shame has no place in it in the process. And uh, there are people like myself, Chuck, uh, Devin, Andy Batty, uh, Lisa, a number of people that are just more than willing to make sure that you don't feel alone. This We may not have the answers, but we yeah. do have we do have a viable medium of authentic connection that will a guarantee and i don't like to make guarantees but that will help absolutely absolutely and an ever-growing network yes an yeah. ever-growing network of people that 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 can help right so please please don't hesitate yeah, well, um, as a matter of fact um, I'm going to put up, uh, as soon as we're done recording this episode, I'm yeah. going to make sure that there's an, 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 a link to your website on, okay. on our website, right? Right. I can't believe that I haven't done that already. Well, I right? just, but, it's not, yeah. to be honest yeah. with you, like, you know, my, my, yeah. my counseling business is, is a wait list. And so I don't promote it on yeah. here because I, I, I hate yeah. having to say, I, you know, I, I can see you in two, three months. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, right, it's not right. helpful so, for anybody. So I don't, I don't promote but, it on here because, you know, um, you yeah. know there's a, I have a, but yeah. perhaps perhaps we'll figure out some sort of you know email thing or I don't know let's let's talk more about that and see how it goes. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then you Absolutely. can you can always you guys always check out a two a podcast dot com, um, yeah. Yeah. or or email Chuck. Yes, of course, right. Um, before we move on to mailbag, a couple of things I want to talk about. Uh, normally, I plug in commercials, but I'm what I'm supposed to do is do kind of a loose rotation between verbal mentions and that. So, um, deadkits dot com. Um, for any of you that have been paying attention since the beginning, in the beginning, we didn't do video episodes. 
and we didn't do them because of a broken smile, right? I was absolutely, when I was recording with people, if I could pull this thing down, no, no, okay. Uh, when I used to record with people, you had those big screens that go up in front of the microphone. Yeah, yeah like this one like here. This, like this. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> that's, that, is, that is how I would do it, right? Um, and, and for those of you that are just listening, I would put this, uh, the microphone screen in front of my face because I was so embarrassed about my, my smile. And, and not just embarrassed, but it brought up a lot of really painful memories, right? And as, as to how that got broken, right? So, um, but uh, dentkids.com, you know, it, it was three weeks or so and my life changed forever. I remember um, Carl the Atheist was with me when I picked up the, that, those dentures and he said, as soon as I put them in my mouth, my life changed 100%. Right, like he, he could see a total change come over me. So, um, you know, I, I still got some stuff to do on the bottom, but you know, I got the top. So, <laughs> it's a, it's a big difference for me. It's all the difference in the world. You know, and it's the only reason that we do video. So, check them out, guys. That's dentkids.com. Um, the most expensive product they have is the full set for like six hundred dollars, and it only gets cheaper from there. So, hey, if you know, excellent. Yeah. Um, can you do a? Can you just do a thing here? Like I, I'm just realizing something. You want to edit this out? I'm not on camel. That's okay. why. That's why the computers, the the, the thing sucks. Oh, <laughs> when I well, set... we're here now, so might okay. as well just run it. Yeah, all right. yeah, all right. yeah. For for next time, though, right? So yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and I'm not going to edit that out actually, just to make because it's Wednesday and we're <laughs> I have to release this on Wednesday. We're just going to make this real easy. So that's it. One more plug that I'm going to do here um, is for the. Um, the swag shop guys, check them out. You know, I've been putting commercials inside the episodes. I'm not going to do it this time. Hoodies, highly, highly customizable. If you, if you want to check out a hoodie, um, anything you want to do, if you just shoot me a message, I can absolutely do that on them. Um, uh, t-shirts, tank tops, all that jazz, uh, check it. You know, if you buy them, you're, you're really helping to, uh, to spread the message and, you know, well, helping me out here too. You know, it's certainly not a lucrative thing that we're doing. This to say the least. Right. Um, with that said, uh, we'll break for a quick uh, public service announcement and move into the mailbag. Okay. And now for a quick PSA brought to you by Revolution Recovery, helping men recover and become their best selves through support and treatment. They've been there and they understand. Hi, listeners. This is Lena. I'm part of the Ashes to Awesome team and co-hosted on episodes 76 and 67. Do you carry Narcan, also known as Naloxone? If not, perhaps you should. The kits are not only compact and easy to use, they are free at all harm reduction centers and a lot of pharmacies. By carrying one of these kits, you could save the life of somebody who loves and that is loved. I get that most of you never plan on being around opioid use, but there's no telling when it could be around you. I can't think of a good reason not to have it, and if you're not sure where to find it for free, Send us an email at ashes to awesome podcast at gmail.com. Legwork for you and find it for free in your area. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. Edit, 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 edit. Okay. Okay. So we're back from the break and into the mailbag. So we'll just jump right into it here, right? Okay. Sarah from Toronto asks, I've been struggling with alcohol addiction for years and it feels like an insurmountable mountain to climb. How can I begin to believe in my own ability to recover and what steps should I take to start this journey? Okay. Um, well, you know, is, you know, I, uh, I, the, you know, these, these challenges that we have, uh, they're never really just about addiction. Like I, I don't know if, if we've been following the show, you've been listening long enough, you know, realize that these are all humanistic um, challenges, and that you know, one, one, I believe that the the coping mechanism of uh, of substance use, uh, and when it crosses that line into substance use disorder, is just about us, you know, coping, and then and then that underneath underlying drivers typically what needs to be attended to so um struggling with you know um and I, and I like how it is she uses the word alcohol addiction uh instead of alcoholism because it, you know like to me um 
it's behavioral and it is uh again you know the the symptom of something deeper um how do i believe in my own ability to recover um i'm 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 going to i'm going to say if i want to change that word from recover uh to flourish um i believe that the uh, human spirit is in a constant state of uh, intaking our, our, uh, mm, so my brain, and I think it goes to this, like how the entire premise of the universe is set that everything organic that is living in the universe is always in a consumption of energy and usually dependent on the sun. Uh, anyway, um, so how, how do I believe in my own, how do I believe in my own ability to do anything, what I need to do is um, uh, get this idea of hey, like, like my capacity is what, you know, and, and and my potential is what, and and so I think that we are programmed or we're uh, we're um, designed or influenced to to think that there is a ceiling on our potential and our capacity, and I. And that is in con direct contrast of uh, the human spirit and and the evolution of our human existence. And so, like right away, it's like, how do I how do I develop the intrinsic resources to believe in myself? So, what are we talking about? What is believing in myself? What does that mean? And to me, it means um, self worth, self esteem, self respect, uh, living in values, integrity. And so, the the very first thing I, that I do is like, you know, like I stop, you know. <laughs> I believe whatever we fight, we empower. Yeah. So I stop fighting this idea. Like I'm struggling with um, alcohol addiction. Well, what if, what if that's the wrong words? What if it is um, I've been blessed with or I've been um, gifted the tension and struggle uh, that will, I know will make me a better human being so long as I am in constant movement in hopefully a direction of flourishing. And so um, to, if we're using the word insurmountable to climb, that makes it almost impossible, right? So what if it isn't insurmountable? What if there are millions and millions of people all around the world that have managed to find um, a semblance of existence that doesn't include alcohol or any other um, narcotic or behavioral deficit uh, that have found great lives? And so, like, so, like, I would do evidence collection and intrinsic resource development. Um, okay. And then small victories, man, like. Uh, I learned I learned years ago that um, when I make my bed in the morning, it gives me just a little smidge of self worth, and when yeah. I come home and the bed's made, a little bit of smidge of self worth. So those intrinsic resources develop. So I, I, in our daily basis, I just set little goals. Like um, today, I'm you know I'm gonna go to the gym today. That makes me feel better about myself, and, and, and I do that day to day, and it starts to rise. Now uh, I want to take away the idea that I'm fighting anything because if I'm fighting it, I'm empowering it, and if I'm empowering it, then um, then it becomes insurmountable. So I would be careful the words I use. Uh, how do I believe in myself? Well, I start by believing in myself. I start by thinking, you know what? This is something I can do. One of the most amazing and uh, phenomenons of the human experience is our ability to be resilient. It's actually defining characteristics of humanity along with fallibility. And so um, allow myself the space to be human. In other words, be of error and uh, and then start to build up these things, the belief that like, you know, um, you know, for me personally, I like, look at like, look what Martin Luther King did, man. He believed in himself. Yeah. Changed the yeah. world, you know? Yeah, absolutely. He did. Yeah. Why is he, why is he different than me? Yeah. Yeah. And he's not. He's not. Mother Teresa. Why is she different than me? Nelson yeah. Mandela. Yeah. Why is he getting Gandhi? Like on and on and on and on. Um, mm -hmm. and so I just, whatever I look for, I'm going to find yeah. So if I start yeah. looking for the reasons that I can overcome or you not even overcome, that I can turn this into strength, then I will mm -hmm. find evidence that will state that I can or other yeah. people have that I can borrow. Um, mm -hmm. 
and the steps I take in this journey is just a, it's a day-to-day thing. Like, uh, like I said, I get up and I make my bed. Maybe one day I don't get up and I make, don't make my bed. Maybe one day I don't conquer any goals. What, maybe one day I just sit at home and I sit in the feeling of self-pity, whatever. I have to assume that that has value. Yeah. And so I start assigning everything value, including alcohol. So let's look at what alcohol. Okay. Like, look at okay. So alcohol is an it's awful, awful thing. Blah, blah. It's just destroyed my life. I hate it. Okay, what is it? It's an inanimate object that I've assigned an unfair amount of power to, that has yeah. actually taken over and controlled me. Now, pretending it's not there, will do the same thing. It'll control me. But accepting it as a part of me and, and an essential element to my own intrinsic development and personal growth as a human being, now it has value. Yes. In the beginning, yeah. it had value. Like, I remember, man, like 10 years old, bottle of Southern Comfort in behind 7-Eleven in Comox, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I slammed that thing. And for the first time in my life, I experienced what I thought was peace. Yeah. It had value. Yeah. Yeah, until, right. until it didn't, right. you know, yeah. but it did, mm-hmm. it did have, so like, you know, I, I, I also believe that validation removes defense. So, yeah. and, and it's no different than the ego or anything else. Like if I give it value that it deserves, then it doesn't take value. It doesn't deserve. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, I'm the captain of the ship. And mm-hmm. so I look at it like, and, and, you know, like, okay, so I went three weeks without a drink and I had a drink. What am I going to do yeah. with that? Yeah. Am I no. going to shame myself? Am I going to no. deplete my all my intrinsic resources? Am I going to take that three weeks and flush it like they say? Like, no, you're going to be like, okay, well, I've just proven that I can do three weeks. Yeah. Let's right. go for four. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And maybe I go four weeks and have another drink and I go, okay, good job. Yeah. Let's do five. Go for six. Yeah. Whatever, like, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And right? just keep yeah. building. And see, so a lot of this has to do with the, the, the language we use within our own internal dialogue. I, mm-hmm. I, I try to pay attention to the words that I'm choosing to use within my own um, yeah. internal dialogue. Yep. And um, and so, like, I look at this and I see, you know, struggling. Okay, that's a deficit term. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I change that word to um, I've been gifted the um, uh, the process of tension and challenge. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Insurmountable mountain to climb? No. It is a difficult mountain to climb. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say, you tell me, you know, if I tell myself I can't do something, I won't. Yeah. If I tell yeah. myself something is hard to do, I'm going to conquer mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's who I am. It's like, you give me something hard and I'm, I'm going I'm to show myself who I am. Yeah. Um, right. And to believe in my own ability to recover, to, to flourish. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm flourishing every day. Here's what we know. Everything is moving. Everything is changing. Yeah. Glaciers yeah. are moving. You can't see it, but it's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, there is uh, the cliffs of Dover being molded by the weather on a daily basis. Everything changes. Don't Wouldn't I want to have a say in what that change looks like? And if I don't make a choice, my history makes it for me, and I get the repeat. That's the problem. Is like, I'm choosing to not beat the effort of myself for having a, a slip yeah, yeah what i'm going to choose to do is i'm going to take that what i was always calling a mistake and a worthlessness and i'm going to yeah. make it a lesson and make it a value yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i don't know that it's a little long-winded for <laughs> well, you know that's okay <laughs> yeah just just uh, it matters how many questions we get to, and I know you hate leaving them behind. So, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Okay. Next question up. Jason from New York City says, "My sister has been addicted to opioids for a long time, and our family doesn't know how to help her anymore. What advice can you offer? What advice can you offer to family members like us who want to support a loved one through addiction recovery?" Yeah, I'm gonna have to put a pause on. Hold on. Okay. Edit, edit, edit. Sorry, my my back is just killing me today. Oh no, that's okay. Okay. I'm an old person. Um, <laughs> okay, so 
here we here we are begin with you know loved ones, right? Um, being addicted to opiates for a long time is an incredibly difficult sentence and indictment. Uh, and you know, I think the first thing we do, based on our moral model Reaganisms, is we blame the person. And so the first thing I would say is like, have you dehumanized this individual? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. is this, is this, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to shift actually that thought. Um, my family doesn't know how to help anymore. Right. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Well, my question would be, did they know how to help in the first place? Touche. Touche. Were they just taking stabs at things? And, uh, you know, we have a lot of, like, um, a lot of this old way of, like, you know, we don't, notions well, of, we don't yeah. air our dirty laundry mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. the family's dirty little secret. And, like, it, yeah. it there's nothing, nothing dirty about it. Um, yeah. So I would say, I would say for the family, explore what help is. There are a there are not a lot, but there are people like us who you could reach out to to actually get some sound advice that have experience and understanding of the whole process, the throes of it, what each individual might be going through, uh, whether it be the loved one or the individual experiencing itself. Um, and like I, it, I mean, the reality is, is like it wears us down especially as, as loved ones, like it was for, for both people involved, right? That's for, what I mean. for both sides like, of that. Yeah. And so, um, been addicted for a long time. Well, you're probably tired. You're probably exhausted. You're probably at your wits end. You probably went to apathy at some point because empathy is exhausting. Yeah. And, and so I think that we, we, we expand our horizon of, of support and start, asking people that understand and know uh for guidance or help or uh or whatever even just like you know like you know we already talked months ago about overwhelmed and, and stressed out and the difference between that and like if we're talking about a long time the chances are the family members need a break and they need to hand the baton off at least for a period of time to somebody that can rehumanize the process see that you know like gabber mate says and it's not why the addiction but it's why the hurt why the pain and so getting an understanding of the pain and and, and putting you know seek to understand to be understood right yeah. and like right. Yeah. Let, like start like, instead of like how could you do this to me it's I, yeah i that one is in particular right yeah I'm not doing anything to you yeah, right? they are not doing anything to you. They're doing something to themselves that unfortunately affects you. And, and, and so, it, there is no intent. Oh, think, right? Just you think know, about right? that. Like, okay, yeah. you're you know you're one of my good friends, right? Let's just yeah. let's just yeah. say that like I didn't I'm in it, and I did something yeah. to you, uh, yeah. because of maybe I stole from you uh, to feed my my habit. Um, mm -hmm. You're gonna be mad at me. You know who's gonna yeah. be more mad at me? You. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, you know, we don't have, we're not built with the tools to like counter that with some kind of like, well, I, you know, it's the addiction, I'm a human being, and you know, I mean, no, it's like I'm a piece of shit for yeah. doing that. Yeah, right. You know, and so what do I do with that? I cope. Yeah. I don't want. I, yeah. you know, the the one constant thing about specifically narcotics is that they never let you down. Never. They will. No. If you don't like the way they feel and you snort that, it will change the way you feel every fucking time, and it works every time. Yeah. And yeah. so, the, and the cycle continues, and the cycle continues. Yeah. Right. Um, so. And, and so, my advice, my advice is, um, uh, reach out to people that know and understand. Preferably somebody that works from a love model, preferably somebody that understands the workings of the moral model and does not use it and, learn, yeah. and knows how to safeguard against the tenets of the moral model. I think, I think the moral model is extremely devastating to the process. It's horrible. It, it isn't it's a horrible. process. It, yeah. is, uh, it is the opposite yeah. of love. It is the opposite mm -hmm. of connection. 
And it yeah. is all, it ends, what it ends up being is more about making the person that is affected by the person in addiction, uh, it makes them feel better and is much less about any help. And so, um, and then like, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest go to meetings guy, but check them out. It helps go. Right? You know what? You know, get, get my, my first 30 days doesn't happen without the meetings. Right? Dude, like, right? dude, I so, had a, yeah. I had yeah. a service position, a sponsor, and a home group, my very first meeting I ever went to. No kidding, eh? Yeah. yeah. And that went <laughs> right. on for quite a while until my trauma caught up to me eventually. But, yeah. Um, you know, multiple, multiple years. And it was because it created consistency. It created, uh, um, what's, how do we, what's safety again? Consistency and structure. Structure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It also gave me something that I didn't even realize. That I'm talking 25 years later now I'm talking about this. Uh, but it, it brought about um, a sense, my understanding of freedom through accountability. Okay. So every yeah. time I showed up to make coffee for that home group, yeah. I felt a sense of a new sense of freedom that I didn't really know existed. Uh, okay. You know, and it's a yeah. stupid, simple yeah. little job. Yeah. But I yeah. showed up, you yeah. know, and eventually I did that enough times that I created a safety within my own existence that I could trust my own in, in, internal values or intrinsic resources of, you know, like integrity and integrity is like, wow, what integrity does for me, it makes me feel like I am who I am. When I say I'm, when I do what I say and say what I do, some, yeah. something happens to my human spirit flourishing that, uh, yeah. you know, and, and like I said, I, the, I don't like the word recovery because it, it, it's a medical model term. Yeah. It's a deficit yeah. term. And it, it is in, it, it's, it's saying that, um, that I'm getting something back and I believe we're actually adding to what already exists at all times. Yeah. So I'm, I, and I, and it's a very easy buzzword to use. And you say the word recovery, everyone understands it, but it's like love. Everyone, everyone thinks they know what love means, but how many people can actually define it? And so with recovery, how many people can actually define recovery? Because recovery is getting something back, recovering. And I don't think we lose anything at any point in our process. We're always, there's always value. There's always something to be learned from it. There's always something that can, can give us growth, you know? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Okay. So, and I think... I think this last question here will do much better as a standalone because we've already touched on it so much and it'd be a little repetitive. So I'm going to leave that for next week. Um, but not be, not because of time, but because I really do feel like it's it's already, we've covered it so much and I don't want to do it as a repeat. I think on its own, it'll do much better. So we're going to put a plug in that one for next week. Okay. So okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, Mike from Chicago, hold me to it next week. You got it. All right. All right. Okay. So anyway, way, th one, thank one you. more listener that's committed next week to listen. <laughs> now you see what I did there. Right? I yeah. do appreciate the listeners uh, and the questions that you guys bring, bring forward. Uh, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I like the uh, more philosophical humanistic beyond uh, addiction questions. However, it's all relevant. And this yeah. isn't, this is an addiction network or a recovery network. So absolutely. It is. Absolutely. It is. So brings us to my favorite part of the show. That's the daily gratitudes. Today's Daily Gratitudes are brought to you by Yatra Treatment Centers in Phuket, Thailand. They are a clinic run by clinicians, not a business run by businessmen. And they know that where addiction is the smoke, trauma is the fire. Learn more at yatracenters.com. That's Y-A-T-R-A-C-E-N-T-R-E.com. And now here's your Daily Gratitudes. What you got for us today, Ryan? Well... You know, uh, you know, I'm always going to start with I'm so grateful for my uh, beautiful wife and, and children and everything they bring to my world. Um, I'm grateful for difficulties. I'm grateful for challenge. I'm grateful for tension. I'm grateful that sometimes I feel like shit. And sometimes I have to be reminded that, uh, okay, I'm going to. Instead of doing all that, I'm going to say I'm really grateful for, for the ability to be present when it shows up. I'm not always there. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like that. I like that. Uh, for myself this week, um, wow, it, we've got some fantastic guests. So there's a couple things happening. Financially, things are rough right now, and, and it, you have to be thankful for that because, because you have to be, right, at the end of the day, for all the reasons you just said. However, I see a shift in the show. I've got 
authors lined up. You know, I've got professionals lined up. I've got uh, um, hip hop stars lined up. Like some really great things are happening on the show, and I'm really grateful for that. I, I can see a, a, another transformation, another stage of growth happening, and for that, I'm very, very thankful. Um, our time, you know, which has been lacking lately, but uh, even even just spending this hour and change with you now, buddy, I, I got to say, I feel better. So you know, it does help. It does help. Yeah, like, and, uh, and, and that's reciprocal. Yeah. Um, I've definitely felt a void not talking every day or every other day like we Right, I know, like, right? Yeah, I kind of feel like a liar when I'm explaining that. Oh, this guy, right? Like, Jesus, you know, we were buddies in school. We reconnected. Now I talk to him like every uh, week. <laughs> Once. <laughs> Two. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, and, and mostly, guys, I am thankful for every one of you, the listeners, watchers, supporters, whatever we're calling you, because uh, whatever you're doing, it's working so uh, we're on all the social networks now. Everywhere you see the logo, you can drop a like, comment, share. Um, remember, every one of those times you do any one of these things, you are contributing to me living my best life. My best life would be to make a humble living, spreading the message. The message is this. If you're if you're in, sorry, you got something you want to throw in? No, no, I just said so. Oh. oh, oh, okay, okay. I do have something I want to throw in. Go ahead. But I'm messing, I'm messing with your business now. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Just, I'm going to act like it's okay. So, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I just had another gratitude that you, as you were talking, that really hit me hard. And I'm okay. grateful for the value of implication. In other words, I need to under like I, uh, life implies death. What implies dry? Uh, wealth implies poverty, and yeah. we, I, we need to experience both for the other to exist. Uh, and so, and I'm, and I'm grateful that not having talked to you every day for a couple of weeks made me re really realize the importance of our relationship and our friendship and, and what, ah. and what you mean to me. So, uh, yeah, there was, um, I, 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 I feel like I needed to get that out. I realized it was in the middle of your thing and I, yeah, and I know you hate that. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. But I think it's, no, I think it it's okay. an important one. It is, it is, it is, it is. So back to the message. If you're in active addiction right now, today could be the day. Today could be the day that you start that lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, call into detox, go to a meeting, do whatever the hell it is you need to do to get that journey started because it is so much better than the alternative. And if you're the loved one of somebody who's suffering an addiction right now, you're just taking the time to listen to us. If you could just take one more minute out of your day and text that person, let them know they're loved. Use the words. You are loved. That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings them back.